on the 365 Mrs. Center Show this week. The Microsoft Planner and to-do lists will appear in the recent list on Microsoft 365's homepage. You'll uh, also find an easier way to share pages for SharePoint. Yay! Finally, and there'll be some announcements that you can make within Viva Connections. This is the 365 Message Center Show. And yes, yes, thank you everyone for joining us. This is episode 297, right? Yes, you, you, you asked it with a question, but you were the person who, who actually named the page in our OneNote. So, Daniel, how short is your name? I forgot. I just forgot. <clears throat> but 297 <laughs> is three away from 300, uh, but you don't like to celebrate. Uh, episode numbers, so no, not till we get to five hundred, because you know, there's oh, okay. like, yeah, okay, it's a bit Fine. like you know, you can't. I mean, anyway, whatever. So, if you want us to make it to three hundred, go ahead and give this uh, this episode a thumbs up there in YouTube. Might as well go ahead and subscribe while you're at it. You're here. Might as well do that. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, give us a rating. That helps, you know, the formulas and the, the AI guru thingies in the back end recommend our show to people who uh, might find it interesting as well. Oh, by the way, that reminds me to suggest you go ahead and share this episode. It's very easy. You just click the share button. It's right there. Go on. Click it. Share it on social media. Tag us at 365MCS and say, I listen to this show those guys are adequate and <laughs> will engage with you and amplify you as well. And uh, again, so people can find the show. We'd greatly appreciate it. Three stars. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Five me. stars. Five stars, but just say, you know, hey, they're adequate. Okay, maybe, adequate. maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should. That's, that's a great. We should get t-shirts. We're adequate. <laughs> Well, All right. Adequate, <clears throat> adequate message. Um, well, it, it's going to be uh, an interesting week. There is a variety of messages across the board. Um, Definitely. Let's just let's just start with a Daniel. This first one. Uh, let me take it. <clears throat> with a retirement. Let's retire. With a retirement. Yeah. Well, can, can we even say the word? Oh, of course we can. Twitter yeah. web part retirement MC double six double two four nine. We all know why. Because Twitter doesn't exist anymore. That's why. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, the web... Huh? Well, it doesn't. Not it's really. Just, uh, That's not why this is work, not working. No. No. So, really, behind the scenes, we saw it coming. I think we had... There was something mm -hmm. earlier um, messaged in the message center uh, to say if you uh, find that it's not working, then you might want to remove it. Well, it's the same... It's the same advice. Uh, it just so happens that uh, it's all official now. It all came down to uh, whether um, Microsoft was going to pay some money to use an API to be able to access things, and then, then there was changes in permissions and whether or not Twitter was going to show stuff publicly or whether you had to be signed in. And, um, and now it's X, and this web part is X'd. So, remove it. You're so funny. Oh, yeah. my goodness. 
Changes what change will be rolling out mid September. So am I am I missing something here? Am I why would Well it doesn't work now, but it's still there. They're they're just saying they're gonna remove it. Like Okay. It's gonna be retired. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it for you. <laughs> we'll do it for you. Indeed. I haven't actually tried. Have you tried like signing into it? It doesn't it doesn't give you that opportunity, does it? No, you don't it's not like there you isn't can sign in See and that's the yourself. thing they could have right, they it, they could have done it to where you sign in with a an account, right? Hmm. And then it would show it. But um, I guess didn't want to do that. I I, I don't hmm. know. Maybe that would have broken yeah. some sort of um, uh, rule or something. I don't know. Terms yeah. of use. Don't know. Yeah, but let's move on to more exciting things um, that- because that I mean that's rolling out mid September. It'll be removed. Um, mm-hmm. On to the next one. Uh, which was oh, my list under here somewhere it was planner do it yes see your recent Microsoft planner plans and Microsoft to do lists on Microsoft 365 homepage how many times can you say Microsoft MC double six double four double seven this is exactly what it's saying they're going to, alongside all of your loop components, your whiteboard, your uh, office documents, your Power BI reports on Microsoft365.com, they're going to show planner plans and your to-do list there as well. So you can surface those up. Uh, really, it's the only modern place that you can find planner plans surfaced up like that, you know, as a, as a hub kind of area. You'll be able to filter, you know, and say, show me all my plans and, and all that. So um, that will be rolling out next month, September 2023, uh, for uh, targeted release, really, I think is what it is. That's when it's going to start. Uh, this just says it's going to start rolling out then. And then all customers are expected to get it by early November 2023. Mm. Um, do you have a lot of planner uh, plans, Daryl, or to-do list? Uh, I mean, do you see value in this? Uh, I see value in it in a, yeah, a couple of tenants that I work in where they are using Planner. Um, you know, it's a quick way to go in and see, what well, has there been some recent activity in, in this plan? I, I kind of want to see a bit more information on that, though, Daniel. I want to see whether, mm-hmm. is it just, this plan has been updated, great, uh, or has this plan got a task that has been assigned to me and this is the task you know it's on a bit yeah. more information than just the plan and on the list level of things uh i i i used to have lists within to do and I, I just got rid of them today actually um i don't have a lot of need for separate lists but some people yeah. might to signify uh their own personal projects i tend to use hashtags and like I'll hashtag a customer name in a, in a in a task that I'm performing, and that way I can click on that, and it searches and finds everything. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. To do is a little. I have a love hate relationship with it. I love the ability to um, create tasks for myself from emails uh, very quickly uh, in To Do, mm. but it doesn't manage them very well at all it it, you know come try to find them tomorrow uh you know it's like 
oh, that was yesterday. You're supposed to take care of everything because it's not on your today, which is tomorrow, right? It doesn't show up at all for you unless you go in there and massage it. It's like, it's ridiculous. I want a running list of all my, of all my tasks that I'm trying to do. Um, I feel like that would be more useful in Microsoft365.com, right? In this listing. Instead of showing me a list, show me my actual tasks that I need to get done. I, that would be more useful for hmm. me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but uh, so to do is a little wonky and I, I it's great, but it's also not as helpful as it needs to be uh, in that that management area. And I think this is great to sh to surface those lists. But again, I I would much rather just show me what I need to do and what I need to accomplish uh, to keep track of. Mm. I don't know. That's my I, I think anyway. this sort of um, flow of things is going to appear more in the Microsoft 365 feed. Mm -hmm. you know, where, hey, what's coming? Meetings, language that yeah. I've had around, um, you know, what I should be doing. Uh, I've maybe had mm -hmm. a chat and, it, and I, I said something that looked like I was talking about a task. So here you go. Remember to add that to to-do. And then maybe a couple of other tasks. You were working on this this week. You had it open. You added mm -hmm. a couple of subtasks or steps. Maybe you want to have a look at that. Yeah. But, but um, so will this become, you know, the feed to rule them all? It, you know, because that's very useful, what you're describing, but there's other feeds, mm. and we've talked about that many times. Um, I don't know. I, but I, I think the way you're describing it most certainly would be very useful. So, um, mm. so anyway, so, and then, you know, of course, it'll show up and be able to refine your search there uh, on Microsoft365.com. Um, so, yeah, rolling out next month. Speaking of yeah. refiners, I just said the word. So I know of that refiners, was very clever of you. Yes. Uh, let's refine some email. <laughs> well, we will, but it'll be from Outlook on the web at the moment. Refiners available in Outlook on the web, MC double six four oh nine three. Not available for me yet, but apparently it is rolling out. It has begun and is expected to be complete by late August. What is it? Uh, let's get a little graphical. Let's uh, blow this up on the page. We have the Outlook on the web, and uh, dare I say it, probably if you're using the new Outlook, that it will probably have this too, um, that when you're searching for something, in this case here, this example on screen, they're looking for the word rent, uh, mm -hmm. we'll have, rather than just the results down in the left-hand panel, and we're not seeing a lot here, like this screenshot is actually cut out. A lot of useful yeah. stuff that would have been kind of handy to see. Yeah. Um, instead, it's going to have the results in what I call like the body of Outlook, where you would normally see the messages. Refiners along the top. So we see an example of uh, the default, I guess, being that it's going to show you mail that matches mm -hmm. um, the word rent. But you can you can further refine it down to maybe you're just looking for files or teams. Now, again, we don't know what this looks like. We'd like to click through and see. Is this going to be mail that has a file if I click on files? Probably not. Have a look at this, Daniel. Like I've got mail selected in the picture, mm -hmm. uh, but over to the right, past that little gray pipe line, vertical line, I can say mail that has an attachment, unread, to me, mentions. Those are all the sorts of refiners that we're used to seeing. For mail. Mm -hmm. um, yet yeah. nothing there for date, though, right? Like It's not like I can refine and say 
this week, this month. That would be so useful. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I think that the reference to files and teams, if attachments are already kind of covered in the mail refiner, then maybe files is more about searching for files in your OneDrive and teams, I don't know, messages that are notifications from teams. <laughs> Maybe, um, you know, we're guessing here, obviously, because mm. we don't have a lot of information here and there's no help link or anything. Um, th that's what I was thinking was that, it, you know, if you go to files, it's kind of that doing a search in OneDrive, right? Which gives you, mm. you know, files and then doing, if you click on Teams, I guess it's going to be messages in Teams um, versus files in Teams, which... We all know is files in SharePoint, which would show up in files instead of Teams. I don't know. We're we're doing a lot of guessing here. Thanks, Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> there's not a lot of information. Um, but well, let's get back to the message and educated guesses. Look at what? Yeah. It's just roll out. This is what it'll look like. Users will be able to filter on results uh, easily after conducting a search in Outlook. What you need to do to prepare. Well, nothing. Um, tell your people <laughs> that it's there. They'll discover it. Uh, if I compared it to... No, nah, I'm not prepared to open up my Outlook at the moment, but you all can do this from Outlook on the web. Go to Outlook on the web, click in your search box, drop in a word to search for something. The refiners are... It's the, I don't know, they're more the useful. It. They drop down. Yeah. Yeah, you've got, you know, it doesn't have an attachment, and you've got dates, and you've got various things, so... Hopefully this is just an early screenshot that, that doesn't truly reflect what's going to be rolled out. But some of you might already have this. So let's take the opportunity. Share your screenshots on socials, tag at 365MCS, and um, give us a heads up about what this is going to look like. Yes. Yeah. And you'll help, you'll help everybody else too. So um, Indeed. definitely tag us. Daniel, uh, tell us about uh, this improvement to page sharing sure sharepoint page sharing feature mc double six five triple two this is uh as just as daryl said but the lead-in improved sharing uh right now you can share a page in sharepoint but you have to go into the library and share it there here we're going to from the page itself you're looking at a sharepoint page from the page itself you're, there's going to be a share link you're going to be able to click that and have options um and and daryl's showing it on the on the screen for those on the video uh podcast be able to share the page which um, you know, gives you that option, that similar sharing experience, copy a link to the page or send uh, to email. So you're going to be able to uh, send email that a page summary and a link um, for the site members of the site, which is kind of nice to be able to say, hey, I did this page. Everybody go look at it. Um, so just right on the page, be able to do that. I think this is very helpful for um, visibility in the content, right? If you're if you're creating pages uh, a lot on the on your site, 
instead of relying on people to find it or putting it in navigation or it showing up in some web part and people getting to it, maybe it's something that really is important and you want to get to the members of the site uh, or you want to share it off to a particular person. Maybe it's something you found and you're like, oh, this is great. Sally Sue or Jim Bob was just asking me about this. I want to send this to them. Um, so do that straight away on the page itself uh, without having to do, you know, to go through any hoops. Um, there is a uh, kind of a, you know, by the way, some users in your organization may see this before others, um, but it, it will be, you know, everybody will get it mm. and have the same experience. So Daryl, does this, do you like this, you know, kind of, uh, ease of sharing experience for a SharePoint page? Sure. Um, if, if, uh, well, let's think about that. <laughs> we don't get another image to show what that share dialogue looks like. Is it going to be like when we share a document and we're creating a sharing link? Or is it just that it will copy a link to, you know, the, basically like copying the URL out of the address bar and sending that through? I guess you can't, um, you won't necessarily have permission to edit it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, let's see what comes of that. But I did notice here, Daniel, just looking at the image, that that would normally just give you access or to sharing out the whole site, but now there's a site access button above that, which would probably control that too. Yeah, so actually, if you go to, don't go to the help and support uh, link at the very bottom, but the one above that, that's uh, what you need to do to prepare. If you go to that link says, please visit this page, it actually gives you details and shows you the images of what these look like. So the first one is send a link. So sharing the page, it's, it should look very familiar. This is exactly the sharing dialogue that you would see if you would gone and, you know, shared the page, right? Um, hmm. The uh, copy a link uh, is just that it's it's copying a link to the page now is this going to be an exact you know from the URL kind of link share uh, link Doesn't or is look it going like to be it. one of those uh, weird ones yeah it's the the weird ones you know with the colon u slash r slash right and those are yeah, yeah. And, and those are it's actually good because um, that means that link does not break if you change the page name or, or whatever, right? So it, it actually is good for that link. Um, send to email. I think it's kind of cool because to me, instead of just receiving a link saying, hey, go look at this, actually seeing a little bit, you see the image, you see the head heading, uh, the title, you see a, you know, a blurb of what it's about uh, when somebody sh shares it with you. So, I, you know, I think that's great. Um, you know, hmm. again, it's just a simplified, hey, go look at this. Um, I think it's very, so, very useful. Where I was going with this, and I'm glad you pointed this out, Daniel, live, live while we're recording. <laughs> um, the, yeah, with this being the type of dialogue that it is, and we're used to doing this with office documents, etc., mm -hmm. that we could change whether people can edit the page. And so you could potentially using a sharing link say hey i want you to contribute to this page and this page only on my site now it doesn't talk about that in the support doc but but maybe that's where it's leading to 
because it is consistent with the other sharing dialogues we see. It is. I would really, my question will be, if you do what you're suggesting, you're breaking inheritance, as it were, you're saying, I want you to edit this page, but you don't have edit elsewhere. Um, I don't know. Um, you'll be able to edit it. I just don't know if you're going to be able to um, edit that page and not the whole site if it's going to try to throw you into the members. I don't think it will. Mm. I think you will be able to edit the page. Um, but it does have a little note here below this that um, it may have you know, images um, and other files from different storage locations. So when you're sharing this page that maybe has an embedded document, right? A document that's being mm. in a web part, a, a uh, file viewer. Well, yep. if the person who you're sharing this with doesn't have access to that file viewer, then, you know, they're not going to see that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll give them an error. So, and that's mm. the case for when you start doing this, when you start breaking permissions and, and doing this one-offs kind of, that's exactly what happens, you know, and that's what's happened before. This isn't a new thing, you know, this, yeah. that's what happened in classic SharePoint. That's, this is nothing new. So well, it, anyway, it looks like it's going to be useful. Yeah. Begin rolling out mid August. So, uh, within the next couple of weeks or so for target to release and be completed by late August. And then standard release late August and rolling out through late September. So it'll be coming shortly. Uh, and yeah. you know what you can do to gauge how people are liking this? You can, you know, send a pulse. Yeah, give you some feedback that way. Viva Pulse admin experience, uh, MC665224. Pulse is now available for organizations that are using Viva and the Viva Suite. Maybe, I, I don't know if you've got a licensing capability to just license Pulse, but Pulse is what a manager or someone within the organization can send out these quick little surveys to get feedback on, on things. How did that, how, how was that afternoon team building exercise that we did? Or um, how did you find uh, uh, training this quarter or something like that? So a little, little less formal than those bigger glint type organizational surveys that might happen uh, in a bigger way. Uh, with that being available now, you want to administer it. And so now there is an admin portal, admin experience. Um, and as Daniel and I dug into it, let's just uh, take a look at the screenshot to begin with. Uh, ugh, it's black. I'm sorry. It's black on black with, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Now, can I get to there quickly and easily without? No. I was going to try and show it to you live, but it's it's um, similar. <laughs> yeah. um, the admin, the admin, um, the place that you would find this uh, is if you go into your admin. Oh, Daniel, I'm I'm going to have to do it now. I, I just oh man, to. I know it's it's just what we do here. We we try and deliver <laughs> up value. value. So I'm in the admin center. <laughs> I go to setup, uh, and under setup we do have a category for oh rather settings, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, it is setup. No, it is yeah. Set up featured collections, and you've got your Viva 
collection of um, admin experiences and various things. And now I have Pulse, Viva Pulse. Click in through to that. It does, I wanted to show this because it does look a little different to the screenshot. Uh, we have, you can assign the role to someone who can administer Pulse. Good, administering. Uh, you can install Pulse for your organization and team, so that will be putting the app into the app rail uh, along with uh, the other apps and perhaps pinning it as well. Oh, that's the last one down there on the list, pin Pulse to your organization. And then manage additional settings in Viva Pulse. Uh, let's just click through to that and just take a quick look too. Um, so yeah, this is good. Uh, and we also, as this is loading, just wanted to point out, by the way, Check it out. Daniel pointed out to me that this is the first time we've seen the first use of cloud.microsoft as a domain. So where you landing on this page to use it, it's pulse.viva.cloud.microsoft. And now you can adjust things like privacy and what's customization, stock questions, whether people can adjust those questions or not, or pose new questions. There's the mm -hmm. notification thing that, that Daniel and I covered last week where, sure, this switch might be here for um, allowing users to manage their email preferences, and I can do that up here, but you will still, like, go watch last week's episode. There is well, a, uh, <laughs> it's two weeks ago, but yes. Two weeks ago. Watch that. PowerShell yes. command to, to run to, to make sure that you will actually get the email notification. Uh, you can delete users' data and you can set up a custom home support page, rather custom support page, if you want to direct people through to something a bit more useful in the context of your organization. Absolutely. Good to see. Yeah, um, so two things, Daryl. One, uh, mm -hmm. you mentioned licensing. You, you get Pulse with a Viva Suite license, what uh, is one way. You can get it with the Viva Insights bundle, uh, which right. is, Pulse and Glint and uh, Viva Insights. Or it actually does have a standalone Viva Pulse license. So um, there's opportunities here to get a license and use this. I, I say do it, get a trial and, you know, uh, try it with a team or two. Because um, you can get a trial, I think like 25 users trial and uh, see how, mm -hmm. how they like it. Um, that's the first thing. Second thing is, uh, you know, we talked about this being the pulse.viva.cloud.microsoft domain. Um, so I got a little, I was like, wait a minute. So is there a viva.cloud.microsoft? Is that a thing? Don't try let's, it. Let's try it. Gives it. You, it gives you an Don't. error. Don't? Uh, I mean, you can, but it's going to give you a certificate errors, error. And oof. Oh. Ooh, wah, wah. It's a certificate error because it, the certificate is actually for a Dynamics365.com domain. <laughs> so um, it seems like every uh, domain that they're using and product they're going to use, they're going to give its own cert, I guess. So hmm. anyway. Hmm. But, uh, well, yeah. there it is. It, it roll it has begun, as you can see, and finished by late August. And let's finish on... Our headline. We put it at the end, people. Ha ah, ah. We've already brought you value. Around. We've yep. already brought value, though. And now yeah. we've got to the headline. We're going to bring even more value. Announcements in Viva Connections. MC 
seven. This is something that comes up on every time that a customer wants an intranet. They want to be able to send an alert, basically, to their users to say something important. Like, hey, the, the water's out, uh, the street outside the main building's closed, or, um, you know, we're having to go home because it's snowing. I don't know. I, the, whatever, you know. Um, and be able to send those announcements and target them, you know, so that, you know, not everybody cares whether the water is out in your headquarters building when you've got 30 locations, right? So, mm. um, so what this is bringing, uh, well, first of all, this, this message is not a lot of information. It's, it's good information, but it's not the largest amount of value. Where you're going to get the most value out of this message is actually the help and support link at the bottom. Um, when you click on that, then you get some value. It takes you to a learn.microsoft um, page, use announcements in connections, and it gives you a lot of detail. So the way you're going to author these announcements, uh, you will actually author these from your SharePoint home site. Yes, that's right. When you set that home site in Viva Connections, uh, then you're going to use that home site in SharePoint. There's going to be three ways to get to it. Um, and it's here on this page. It shows you, you click on new on when you're on the home site, this is where you would go new and create a news page or whatever. There's going to be announcement. You can click on announcements in the navigation at the top, or you can go to the gear and say, manage, I think it's, uh, what's it say? Manage, uh, Viva connections, you know, go to announcements and then create a new one. Ah, so uh, we've covered where you create them. Now let's talk about what you're creating when you create them. And then we'll talk about how it surfaces. So you're going to be able to create these, you know, give it a title and a message, obviously. Um, and Daryl's laughing. I don't know why he's laughing. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I clicked the magnifying button and, to make them, right? the image bigger and, it was and the same about size. the same size. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you'll do title message, given an end date and time, right? And that's required. And then you can target audience, which is cool, right? We, I talked about that's a big need for this. There's actually more settings. So more options is there on the page to click. And this brings even more value with this because it allows you to add a link to that. So you can take people to somewhere, um, which is awesome. Uh, but it also allows users to d dismiss it if they see it and they want to dismiss it and remove it from the page. Or And we'll talk about how you, your users are going to see this in a second. But then it also has a schedule, which is really slick. And I actually think they should move this above the more options because this allows you to schedule this announcement to be sent at a later date, um, which, is, which is pretty slick, right, to be able to say... Um, hmm. You know, if you've got an office in Mexico and an office in the United States or whatever, there's a holiday. Maybe it'd be nice to have an announcement to say, hey, the Mexico office has a holiday today. So please don't try to call those people. They're not going to be there. They're out having a, a, a great time on their holiday. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's a great example, but that, that's an example. So you're going to be able to then craft this and then and then send it. Um, so where does it show up? 
Well, that's the kicker. That's the bit that it's like, oh man, you almost got us. Well, okay, almost got me to to love this. I'm liking this, but uh, it's really focused on mobile at the moment. Mobile and tablet devices, uh, it, users will get an alert. Uh, and in fact, it has a screenshot shows uh, there when to use announcements. It shows a what it actually looks like on in on the mobile device. Um, if you have on a, the dashboard, Daniel. Yes. And so you're going to see it on the dashboard, um, and it's going to you know show at the top, which is which is great. It's also going to give you an alert on the phone. It's going to pop up and be like, hey, you know, here's what it is. Uh, when you click on that, you'll see that. Um, if your phone is closed, it would see, uh, you know, a Teams, you know, when you're on your mobile and Teams alerts are coming, you know, it shows that. It shows as a Teams alert. Um, we're assuming that uh, when it comes to desktop, and that's a note at the top of the page. One of the notes is... It's rolling out to mobile and tablet devices first, and then it'll be in desktop. Um, it still says the same month, September 2023. And so uh, so what will this look like uh, on desktop? Don't know. I'm assuming, you know, on desktop in Viva Connections, now when you're in the Viva Home experience, not not your SharePoint site, but the Viva Home experience, I'm, I'm assuming it'll show up there. But we're not seeing anywhere in here that this is going to be available in SharePoint. Um, you know, th these alerts are all showing on Viva connections in the Viva Home experience on the dashboard. It's not showing it on a SharePoint site. We So don't know if that's going to happen or not. Um, it is showing in the dashboard, so maybe if you have the dashboard added to your SharePoint site, uh, you know, your home site and SharePoint site, it'll show up there. Maybe. I don't know. That, that question is not answered here. So I think it's leaving a little bit of to be desired. Um, or maybe, you know, it actually will work um, that way. I just don't know. But like I said, at the very beginning of this, so many, almost every internet that I've been a part of, and I've, I've been a part of a good many of them over the many, many years, they all talk about uh, having, yes, I can create news or whatever, but I want to be able to you know, make something that's special, that's an, an alert type of announcement. And Microsoft jumping in here to provide this functionality natively. Daryl, uh, do you see promise here? Do you see, you know, uh, this functionality being useful? Yeah, it's it's a start. It's it's uh, part of the reason why uh, apps like the Company Communicator were created, and that delivers the message in via a chat experience um, mm -hmm. uh, as as one way of of doing that. Uh, but it, it makes sense to have this as part of the connections experience. Um, yeah, I can see where we do want to. We do want to know what does this look like for a, a home page, um, whether it be that it's you know along the top and or it's above the dashboard. But as a start, and by getting your attention, if if you've got Teams on your mobile and and of course connections as part of that experience, you get your notification there. Uh, but yeah, I think that that 
experience of going to a home site or home page and seeing that banner somewhere saying this is something that you need to know is, is what we'd like to see. Yeah, I, I think for organizations that have mobile first users, this is going to be great. You know, if you think about frontline people or even just people that are, uh, you know, organizations that are um, gotten used to using mobile or, you know, being using Viva Connections there, I think it's going to be great. Uh, the question that it, in my mind is desktop. How is this going to work on desktop for those users that are, you know, sitting there working on their desktop? You know, I'm assuming they're going to get a, a notification in Teams and probably get a something in the activity feed. But mm. uh, is there something else? And again, I if if this thing was a web part in SharePoint, you know, that you could add to the home site, um, then I'd be like, oh, I'm all for it. And it, I think that would be a great thing. And, and again, I mentioned it before, it could accomplish it that by saying it's going to show up in the dashboard on your, you know, if you have that on your home site, then, okay, great. Um, we just don't know yet. Um, but we'll be looking for it for sure. Hmm. So when does that roll out? That is rolling out um, late August, so late this month, and expected to be completed uh, mid-September for those targeted release folks. And standard release expected to start late September and expected to complete by the end of October. So for those that get it uh, in late August as targeted release, remember it's just going to be mobile and tablet only. Uh, and then they'll be, they said in September, we'll be getting it for desktop experiences. So, yep. Great. So that is, that is the week, episode 297. Uh, thank you for tuning in and keeping up to date with us. We, uh, we find the experience helpful for us just as much as it is for you to, to yeah. check in and see what's going on and try and make sense of this. So, if you have found it useful, as Daniel's covered off earlier, hopefully by now you've liked the episode. If you haven't subscribed, then then you should because you're going to get more of this great value. And um, and just take the, the messages out there to your organization and create some awareness of what change is happening within Microsoft 365. Indeed. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. And next week we'll be back. Uh, and we But between now and then... Please share this episode out. Uh, let us know what you think. And is there any messages maybe we didn't cover that you thought we should? Let us know on the socials at 365MCS on all the social networks that matter. So we will see you next week. Bye for now. <laughs>